We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Moogie is it Tom the Blade? Moogie? Tom the Blade, I think. Yeah, it's I think I'm gonna go with Tom the Blade. You don't have to say your last name either, though. Right. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. That that's my new last. I'm gonna get it officially changed. There you, you should. The Blade. The Blade. You should. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right there. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There. A show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more. With your host, myself, Uncle Frank. Kid Gristle. Tom the Blade. All right. So those are your three hosts. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. On today's show, we'll be talking about transitions. No, no one's getting sex change operation. Except for Frank. Possibly. My voice might get deeper and I may become a man after puberty. (laughs) What we're talking about is progressive changes. The only thing that is constant is that there is always change. We have huge announcement today. Uh, it's it's a it's bittersweet, but it's going down nonetheless. Shane Kid Gristle will be departing from the show. A lot of things have gone upward in his life. And he is now transitioning to full-time family man, taking, taking uh, you know, the dad part of the show and really living it and owning it with his kids, um, doing all those things. And we're going to be talking about that today. Take it away, Kid Grissau. So I guess I'll just start off by saying this has been really cool for me. I've enjoyed uh, and looked forward to every week hanging out with y'all, hearing your perspectives and, and your motivations and, uh, you know, what, what kind of things you all have in your life, your, your goofy stories, cause they're always better than mine. Um, but life has gotten a little complicated here. I've got a 13 year old, a boy that's about to be 12, which as you all know, if you've got children, once they hit that 12 year old, they might as well be teenagers. And uh, they both got their things. We got to drive them around after school all the time. We got to make sure they do their homework, make sure they pack their lunch. Uh, my daughter's uh, on the swim team now starting yesterday at, at, at school. Awesome. So there's some early morning driving. And then there's the year-round Tim sw- swim team she goes to in the evening. And so <clears throat> my, my, uh, my time has... You know, along with all the chores and the projects around the house, it just I just don't have the time I want to be able to dedicate to this show. And and on more of a personal note, I feel like uh, uh, Tom and uh, Frank are, are very motivated and uh, people and they really want to make sure that this cast, uh, this podcast uh, kind of skyrockets as much as possible. And, uh, you know, I've I feel like my shenanigans and my personality and non-motivation for for anything that that is not my family might hold them back and i don't want to do that i want to be you know honest and forthright i want them to be successful and i don't want to be a hindrance to that because i just get on and i like talking with my two friends here and these guys put in a lot of time all week long whether it's on twitter or they're coming up with new topics um they put in the time and effort and I just roll in like the village idiot and just say whatever's on my mind. And, uh, to some degree for this to be successful, I feel like, uh, they need to be able to, to take the reins and, and not be held back by, by, uh, your local redneck. So that's, what's up. I'm going to miss these guys more than anything. I've got I've had a good friendship with Frank forever. Tom is an inspiration to me like he is to everyone else. Best storyteller I ever heard. (laughs) Really just great storyteller. Great stories. 
but I, I feel like it's time to let these guys go and and take this to where it should be versus, you know, just kind of dragging me along like the dead albatross that I am. Wow, dead albatross. <laughs> have you been watching uh, Rescuers Down Under? What's... I have not. I have not. That's, that's a line from a book from ages ago. I don't even remember the book, you know, where they had the albatross and the sea fairy, the, the captain of the, some boat or something. The albatross was <clears throat> a, a sign of... Yeah. Uh, I think it was a sign of prosperity and good fortune, and then some idiot shot the albatross yes. and had to wear it over his <laughs> neck, and then there, then there was nothing but travesty that occurred because the, of that. The, there's a famous Iron Maiden song, "Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner." Yes, right. Yeah. Water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. That sounds exactly like Rescuers Down Under. Might, they might have stolen <laughs> it from Iron Maiden. <laughs> no, but, you know, you know, that's uh, that's, that's my deal. Super happy for you, you know, um, being able to be a dad to some teenagers. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine. I'm sure, you know, hopefully God God bless me with the ability to spend as much time with my kids as he has with yours. And I'll get to see my kids grow up and and become, you know, who they're supposed to be when that time gets here. And and everything, you know, being there for them is is incredibly important. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy that you're doing dad first and uh, those priorities are in order. Super, super stoked for you. I'm sad to sad to let you go and see you move on. But it's going to be something you're moving on to for what's best for you. And I can't I can't hate you for that. Right. Oddly, oddly enough, it'll, it actually will uh, cause me to actually open Twitter for the first time in <laughs> like years and kind of follow you guys and see how you're doing and what, what kind of shenanigans you're up to. Definitely. Well, you, you know, you can still download the show and listen too. Oh, I'll listen. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't not listen, you know. We'll have to have you on for updates exactly. from your slow burn yeah. projects because, you oh, know, yeah. that's just going to be you're going to be like the uh, that ever evolving host, uh, you know, like the Alex Trebek of of here. You've moved on to something else and we have to find something as a placeholder for you. I think this is his way of trying to get out of that house party we were going to do. Probably. <laughs> you just say you just want to have it. Just we what, have I, get- what I didn't want to tell you guys is I don't like to have company at my house because people mess my stuff up and they invade pray. my personal space. So I'm not about that. But if uh, if we could find a field to go make a bonfire in, I'm there anytime. People ask too many questions about those hooks that you have hanging in your bedroom. What is that for? That's for deer. Mm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. for that's for skin and deer, my friend. Wow, nice in the bedroom. Mm. Hey, you got to do it somewhere. Yum. But Yum. No, I, I just I just wanted to add that, uh, man, I'm all for you moving on, doing your thing. And the one thing I'd hate for you to have is is to be spending time here and then later on having regret that you didn't, you know, do what you wanted to do and do what you felt you should have done. So right. I'd, I'd, hate, I'd hate for us. I'd be the last person to be the ones holding you back from doing those things that you felt should be the priority. And and you always need to take care of those first. And and I'm happy that you were able to make that decision. A lot of people don't, you know, they feel that pressure, that peer pressure to, to carry on and keep doing something that they're really, uh, when, when their heart's somewhere else, they feel they should be doing. So man, Hey, kudos to you. I'm glad you made the right decision. Well, it would be maybe the first time in my life I made the decision to do something that, that was, in, in the best interest of those around me versus my own uh, selfishness. Maybe maybe I'm growing and developing as a human being. I don't know. <laughs> wow. That sounds like you've been listening to a lot of this show. Amazing. <laughs> I may I may have not tuned you out, Frank, every episode. <laughs> Amazing. Man, that's so awesome. And if and you notice, if, I'm wearing my uh, USA shirt for Shane in honor of Shane, a red-blooded, uh, you know, red-blooded American <laughs> shirt. That's right. Guns and, up. Uh, guns I was blazing. Thinking, I was looking for a shirt oh, to, to wear before we came on. I said, well, you know what? This is the shirt right here. I can see you standing. I can envision you standing in your closet going, which sleeveless shirt should I wear today to commemorate 
how incredibly awesome Shane is. I know. I've got it. It's a USA Believer, sure. that's exactly what I did. I mean, I, I love it. <laughs> it could, the only thing that could make it better is if you hit a fresh bald eagle tattoo on your uh, shoulder. Uh, well, you never know. <laughs> you never, wow, you never know. That leaves it open. That leaves it that open. Leaves Maybe it open. our next contest will be uh, what tattoo <laughs> does Tom I think, get? <laughs> I, think, I think there needs to be some sort of Travis Shamockery where if certain events occur in – in the world outside or, or even within the cast that, uh, there's a bet and that Tom needs to get a, a bald Eagle <laughs> tattoo. If, if he fails to, to win whatever the better challenge is. Oh man. Tom, <laughs> Tom, do you, Tom, you don't seem like the kind of guy, but do you have any tattoos? No, I don't. You need to get inked have up, you, man. It's have you ever, say again. Thought about getting a tattoo. I actually des- <laughs> I actually what have a tattoo design. Of? Actually, it was like uh, this was like um, when the suns were real. You know, when people would get those tattoos of the suns that you know a sun around their up. belly button. And what I did was the flames going around the sun actually made the the names of my kids. So all this, you know, each I have four oh. kids, and each each part going around was a different kid's name, and but it was the flames. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. I thought about getting, you know, when your your kids are babies and you get, you know, from the hospital, you get the little footprint um, ink. ink right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I seriously thought about getting those like on my on my shoulder, on the on my back um, for a little while. <clears throat> At one I point. Got that, I've got four kids. So if I got that, I'd look like I got trampled or something by a bunch of babies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or they would look like they're climbing a mountain right? yeah uh, crazy muscles that you have. it's like oh my god how did this baby climb this mountain it's crazy like taking that whole you know people that get the bumper stickers on their car the window stickers on their car of all the little family members they have right. it's doing oh. that but on, on your body right right <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. So, you know, in in speaking with transitions and, you know, Shane moving on and everything like that, uh, this episode is going to be our season two finale. Uh, Next episode will be moving into season three. Uh, lots of crazy, crazy stuff to come. I want to send a, a huge thank you to the Assorted Goods podcast uh they reached out via twitter and asked if they could use our uh intro you know thank you for listening and subscribe kind of thing one of their podcasts that they recently had was the topic was overrated and they talked or or he talked about uh how everything has a rating system you everything you know your uber driver your podcast your restaurant your massage therapist everybody gets assigned you know a certain number of stars and how we're overtaxed with that and And that asked to sean watson (laughs) (laughs) he didn't leave enough stars So, you know, a huge thank you for him. Man, we got a lot of uh, notoriety on Twitter, and hopefully a couple people downloaded our podcast from all that. Yeah, that's Uh, awesome. Dude's out there in Ontario. He's a Canadian, eh? Hey. And, uh, you know, I listened to the podcast. It was actually really good. Uh, The dude puts in quite a bit of work into his topics he sounds like he does a lot of research i loved his intro and outro music uh really solid podcast he has um over 30 of them or so great and uh you know take a listen head out there uh, assorted goods podcast uh really cool uh, he's looking for more content you got some stuff you want he what this guy does here is he picks a topic and then he does it like a deep dive, you know, like a 30, 45 minute deep dive onto why things are the way they are. Pretty funny stuff. He's not monotone or anything like that. It keeps it light, keeps it uh, funny. And uh, it was a good listen. I- I'd listen to it again. I-, I subscribed to his channel or sorry, to his podcast rather. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next one. Hopefully the folks that uh, got a taste of our podcast will 
you know, get a <laughs> wait for the next one for us and, you know, keep listening and all that. Well, That's hopefully, awesome. they li- hopefully they listen to something within the past 10 instead of starting from number one. <laughs> That's a poor representation of what we have. As many times as I tell people not to listen to episode one, it's hard for me not to tell people to listen to episode number one because that is probably the raunchiest and uh-huh. just unfiltered episode that we've ever had with just you and I. Because I think that was when both of us were drinking. Like, we had no idea what we were doing. Uh, it was just like, hey, press record. Let's see what happens. Right. It's and the beginning of uh, beginning of a COVID lockdown. Yes. Yes, it was. Really? Oh, oh okay. my goodness. It was something else. Uh, if you ever get a chance, anybody that's still, you know, hanging out with us, download episode number one. It I, is something else. Yeah, I, I just, uh, for anyone that has listened to number one, I apologize up front for my behavior. <laughs> and I I pray daily that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ will forgive me of my sins. <laughs> That's a lot of forgiveness. That's yeah. a lot of. I require of, a. Yes. I require a lot of forgiveness. I don't know if you've met me, uh, but if you've met me, yes, I require a lot of forgiveness. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and then you know, along the way, season one, we picked up Tom. It was just, it was such a coincidence, man. I I was inspired by Tom's Twitter feed. I just so happened to reach out to the guy, and you know, he was. A little begrudgingly at the very beginning, he's like, right. ah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, he was like, you know what? Let's let's do it. Let's see where it goes. And, you know, here we are. Uh, this is episode number 35. That's crazy. Right? Holy moly. We, was, we, could, we couldn't have had a better addition than Tom. I mean, any other idiots that you and I might know would, would not have would not have uh, added quite the right ingredient <laughs> that Tom has been able to add. Uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, all I can say is I'm, I'm forever grateful that y'all did invite me in the first place. And just, you know, it, it really changed my perspective, the things I wanted to do with, with my life and the things that I can see that are possible. You know, it, it never even occurred to me before he reached out to me that day on Twitter to ever think about going onto a podcast, much less, you know, being a co-host and stuff. So I just eternally grateful to you guys. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity that y'all gave me. Yeah. And right before this goes out, I'm actually, I'll, I'll, I'll verify with you if you're okay with it to send out that conversation that you and I had over Twitter uh, when I invited you. It's still, it's still out there. You know, nothing ever goes away on the internet. You know, hey, uh, would you would you be uh, so kind as to join us on this podcast? And you know, just kind of the back and forth and timing and everything like that. It was it was really really special. And I, I'm a true believer in everything happening for a reason. And you just you just never know. You um, never know. You never know. Sometimes opportunity knocks and. Sometimes just answer the door, you know, a lot of times, you know, I don't get up and answer the door, but for some reason I answered the door that day and uh, look where where we are now. And I I still kind of remember the first phone conversation that we had to you were very hesitant. You're like, well, I don't, I don't really know, you know, what's, uh, and I, I remember telling you too, like, man, go, uh, check out, check out an episode or two, see if it's something you'd be interested in. See if you wouldn't mind joining, and I have no idea if you even listened to any of it. But you were like, you know what, man, let's let's do it, because I was probably badgering the heck out of you, and you know, like, oh, if I don't say yes to this guy, he's gonna become a stalker, and I'm just never gonna get rid of him. Well, you know, in all honesty, I wanted to tell you, no, I just didn't know how to say no. You know, I, I it, it that day was one of the craziest days I've had in a long time. I was dealing with some friends having some issues, and you know, I had seen them getting, you know past their issues i was feeling good and i'm like man i'm so glad like finally you know these people aren't going to be hassling anymore hassling me you know because right. it kind of wears on you and then as soon as i get home i see this tweet about and i just felt like i was getting more hassled right and i was like man how do i tell this guy no like i don't want to come off as rude i don't want to come off as ugly you know and and finally in the end like I, I and i don't know if you remember me telling you i told you look you were nice enough to ask me so you know what i'll go on there 
I'm going to help you out just because you were nice enough to ask me. I appreciate the offer. So I'm going to go on and just whatever, whatever it happens, you know. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. that's how Frank talked his wife into marriage. There you that's, go. That's it, really. I mean, that's his trick. That's his trick. He wore her down. <laughs> wore her down. And he's such a nice guy that you right. just can't say no to him. Right. Exactly. Chocolates and flowers and yes. stickers and just like, hey. Yeah. That That's what got me. Uh, to start putting post-it notes on Frank's <laughs> desk at work of of either inspirational or derogatory comments, um, and and some of them mixed in somewhere in between there, and yeah. I don't have one on me because I'm in my in my office podcast area upstairs, but I do remember one of them because I, I I have it on my monitor downstairs now that I work from home and it's always been on my monitor because I thought it was one of the most funniest post-its that he didn't draw a penis on uh, that I was able to keep. <laughs> yeah. But it says the best time to plant a tree was 25 years ago. The second best time is today. Right. And if if that doesn't speak to you, then there's never a bad time to get started. Right. You know, that's that's what I always got from it. And then <laughs> the other one, if there's children listening, uh, you know, earmuffs. The other one that he wrote on there was you look best when your eyes are closed. Well, what was it? Uh you look great when your eyes are closed, but you look absolutely gorgeous when my eyes are closed. <laughs> that's right. I was like, all right, well, this guy really loves me. I don't know if that's how I should take that. Oh, uh, so, of course, I, I wrote that immediately after absolutely housing you in foosball, but you know. <laughs> yeah, those were the days, man. Those were, in fact, the days. So, so let's get let's get to some transition uh, conversations. I'm sure the rest of your audience would not like to hear a circle jerk for the next half hour. Well, uh, speaking of transitions, I'm so glad he was able to join us for this this last show because this way we can dispel any conspiracies, any rumors that he actually did leave to join the Anunnaki. Oh, that China abducted him for all of his, you know, disparaging remarks. So yes. they can hear it straight from his voice that no, he is not yeah. in missing. Uh, no Amber alerts. He's no. fine. He's just moving on. No, to things. no Amber alerts. But I, I did. <laughs> I did meet someone from MK Ultra. I expect a knock on my door any minute for some remote viewing. I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, I got my hopes up. There you go. <laughs> Giorgio Sokolos, yeah, guy with crazy hair. Exactly. What is Sokolos? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, it's he, either. he did not come and abduct Shane. He didn't add. You will not see Shane on that show um, anytime soon, unless Giorgio. Show's not over. Reaches out. No, no, it's not. It's still going. It's still yeah, going. A beam of light could come down any second and take him away. I was, right. I was not to deviate too much, but um, I was I was thinking about this the other day, and the whole I was like in my brain, I was kind of mapping out the perceived history by the defined by the ancient aliens, and you know it starts way back in with Sumeria and all that, and you have the aliens that came down and interbred with humans and all that, and then at some point in time they just decided, yeah, we're just going to let these people do their own thing for the next five or six thousand years. And I was thinking that you know that certainly doesn't make any sense. If I were an alien overlord and I had control over a population of people that were mining gold for me, the last thing I would do would to give them free will and let them run amok and be stupid. So I think there's some really serious flaws in the in the ancient alien theory that, you know, Giorgio, if you're listening, buddy, uh, you're going to have to close the gap. OK, because <laughs> that's why you're not a manager. You got to be able to let go have, and uh, trust. <laughs> Free have, will. Trust the Free process. Free will. Run amok. Right. Exactly. Trust the process. You, you do. You you're right. Uh, you're, not, you're not wrong. You're you're very First, wrong, but you're also not Old wrong. Testament, Old Testament. God was like, "Hey, I gotta watch over you guys. Put yeah. my thumb on you." New Testament, he's like, "Hey, baby, do what you want." Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a I don't have exactly. I don't have time for y'all. I don't have time for Earth. 
I got these other places that are doing way better. That's exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure that is a great um, (laughs) representation of the Old Testament and the New Testament. (laughs) When I'm at the pearly gates, God's going to be like, I heard what you said on that show. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's not what happened. (laughs) You need to get to church, brother. You need to get to church. Oh, my goodness. Ikisama might be like, hey, you, uh, no, no, don't say that. That's, no. Uh-uh. Yeah, Ikki might how... not be appreciative no. of, Man, your, of your heathenism. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Icky. Man, so what, what episode was that? That was like episode number Maybe 10. 10. Yeah, yeah, maybe 10. Right? Oh, my gosh. Have you seen some of the stuff that he's tweeted? Man, he was going bonkers over uh u of h being in the final four sure um holy moly uh all the stuff he's got going on and i want to say congratulations to baylor uh oh yeah you know that's outstanding i I like a a texas team i like any big 12 team really that's going to make it to the final four much less to um to the championship and win uh, obviously my, my Sooners got beat out, which I expected. OSU got beat out, which I expected. I don't think Texas even made it into the rankings. Uh, UT, sorry, Horns. Um, not that I paid attention. They probably did. But uh, congratulations, Baylor. They deserved yes. it. They, heck of a team. I didn't watch any of it. I just watched The Cougars it. also, you know, the Cougars the there and lost also. to Baylor, you know. And you know, heck Baylor of a team. was just on, man. Baylor was just a buzzsaw. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, good, good stuff to be had by all. Yes. Good, good year for uh, for bracketology because everybody's bracket got busted. So I like that. I like the disruption of it. Um, so you know, Baylor, way to go. Uh, I hope you repeat next year. Yeah, that would be nice. Oh wow, hope for a repeat. You know what? Well, let me mark my calendar right now. That way, early March we can have you on the show. And we can say, what's your bracket looking like today? You know, who's busting your bracket? Because we had so many upsets when we were doing Tom's new nickname. Oh, my goodness. I was rooting for Broglo only because I knew kind of, you know, he was just like on the fence about Broglo. He's just like, oh, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And well, speaking of the bracket, I, look, this, I came home one day and found this sitting on my desk. So. Apparently, oh, it was yeah. my wife is rooting for, right? Yes. So it's yes. a Viking That's helmet. Awesome. Know, yeah, it's a Viking helmet for my Viking heritage. So, um, it, oh my goodness. That's funny. That helmet reminds me. I was I was helping out a uh, a doctor one day, and he had an old like genuine Viking um, kind of antique kind of. Helmet wear, but it didn't have the horns or anything because apparently that they didn't actually wear horns on their helmets. Uh, but he correct. had this old Viking, uh, I don't know if it was brass or it was iron, I don't remember. Um, and he made me put it on and take a picture. Uh-huh. And then he told me we were going to happy hour after work. <laughs> and I was like, I can't go to happy hour, brother. I got two small kids. He was like, Tell your wife she can handle it. We're going to happy hour. That, of course, did not happen because I'm a responsible adult, but somewhere out there, some doctor has a, uh, a picture of me looking very embarrassed in a genuine Viking helmet. Awesome. I guess I ruined it that one time that you and I went out for drinks when we still worked together that in did the not, same office. That did not ruin anything. That made me want to go out and drink with you more because I was sure, <laughs> once I knew that you were so easily... <laughs> agitated to get into a fight with strangers i just wasn't prepared for it right was this was this when he was just headbutting everyone relentlessly no 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 that was basically yeah that was later on he would have he would have if i hadn't have if i hadn't have held his hand and soothed him with uh you know crazy how much we've changed just in that time because it's like, amazing what alcohol can do to you, huh? N- well, no, yeah. you weren't even drinking yet. That wasn't. Oh like, my god! No, had, no, no, no. We no, had we, like half a drink when we had gotten there by this yeah. time. I mean, we were and technically drinking, we but were there drinking, wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a ton of alcohol involved. No, um, there was there was zero effect that was occurring, which was what was surprising to me because you know I wasn't feeling the effects of the 
one beer that I was sipping on. Yeah. And Frank all of a sudden is like, hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, what's your problem? Why are you yeah. looking at no, me? No, that's not. The guy's, no, the guy's behind was looking him. at me. He the guy's behind at me like him. I had owed him money. The guy's, <laughs> the guy's not even in his eyeline. He's behind him. He's like, if 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 Frank, if I'm Frank, the guy was easily at like his six. He's like his at his eight o'clock. The guy's at his eight o'clock. So I don't know. Oh what, my god. And it's not it's not like we were in a bar and he saw him in a mirror looking at him. It's like we're in open air. We're outside. Oh, yeah. We're outside. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh. this cat's crazy. He's about to throw down right here. Oh, you know, goodness. but yeah. had I but had I known that I would have instigated it. I exactly. Like, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, Frank, I need you. I think you need to <laughs> teach that guy a lesson. He's he's looking contentious. <laughs> Oh man, that dude and his buddies would have like left left me as a stain on the street somewhere. I'm sure. In, um, any not not true because I would have had your back. However, I'm pretty sure they were all named Chad. Yes, yes, <laughs> I'll yes, they oh. were all. Mm-hmm. That was uh some strange times, man. But you know, soul searching and uh, changing changing a lot of things and perceptions about myself and just going through a lot. Cause man, I felt like I grew a ton, uh, there, my time with the group that we had just, you know, kind of, uh, looking inward and understanding maybe why I was so angry and what was really going on. And this was all before I had kids too. So, you know, going through that transition was incredibly beneficial, but it took a lot of time. I'm still going through it. it. takes a lot of work, but you have to be willing to put that work in if you really want to understand yourself, understand what's going on in your mind, and if you want to be a better person or if you just want to be different, uh, looking looking at yourself uh, honestly in the mirror and realizing and being okay with who you are what you got and you know what's going on around you making the best of everything yeah i agree i gave i gave up on uh, introspection uh, in my 30s because i realized uh, for me it led to too much navel gazing and uh, <laughs> and and i decided uh, i'm you know i'm just the idiot that i am and i'll continue to try and better myself uh, like everyone else, you know, I'm not special by any means. Uh, but I, I stopped looking inward and I started looking outward uh, at some point in my 30s. And I think that was probably the biggest step to my personal development was to stop focusing on myself so much. Right. Oh, wow. Wow. <clears throat> and what about you, Tom, man? You're you're what, 48, right? 49. 49 yes, sir Man. but um you know we're speaking of transitions and, and shane you're talking about uh moving on to different things that you feel uh, are priority and, and i'm telling you I, I want you to do that without any regrets it's uh bringing to mind uh, just recently we had a captain that used to be at my fire station um he had recently uh transferred to another fire station but he just went in for back surgery about a week ago and mm. passed away Oh, man, I'm sorry Drew to hear Clot that. Died on the operating table. But he had so many plans that he was getting ready to transition to. He was about to uh, uh, leave the department pretty soon. And he had all these plans that, you know, he had been putting off and he was finally going to get to them. And, you know, he was a really good guy. His name was Donald Stamps. He was a captain. Saturday's the funeral. Um, and I just want to say, hey, man, he was a good dude. He, all of us in the fire department, we're all proud to be in the fire department, right? But so many of us forget there's another part that we have to live a life and live a career that the fire department is proud of us. Right. The badge and the bugles and all these things, they don't give us our worth. Too many people forget that. That's not what gives you your you give worth to the badge and your rank and who you are in the fire department. You have to add something to it. And that's exactly what he did. He was one of those guys. He took so much pride in it. And the fire department took pride in him. And I just want to say, man, uh, you know. Rest in peace, Donald Stamps. He was a really good guy. I really appreciated the fact that I got a chance to work with him. You you don't hear any bad things said about this guy. He's one of those guys that everybody liked. Um, I've told other people. He was so nice that when I first met him, you always think, man, this guy's up to something. Like he's got some <laughs> type of ulterior motive. This guy can't be this nice. 
but he is that nice. He was that nice. Great dude. So, you know, hats off to Donald Stamps. You know, I appreciated knowing you. You're a really great dude, and we're all going to miss you. But yeah, as Ali's been to say, you don't want to have any regrets. Take care of the things that you want to do. You know, he was getting ready to transition. Whatever you're waiting to do, stop waiting and get it done. Yeah, stop waiting and get it done. Yeah. You want to be a better person? Be a better person. Exactly. Yep. Tom- one, tomorrow. One day, one day at a time, one week at a time. It just the first step. It's always you know, the, the there, first step is the hardest. Yeah. There was a there was a point in life in my thirties where I just wasn't the person I wanted to be. I was insecure. Right. I didn't feel good about myself. I felt like I was small and weak and didn't know enough and wasn't competent um, in life. And I thought, you know, what's it take to be the kind of person that does feel competent? And I don't. And, and at this stage, at 46, I don't. I don't know that you ever do. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I thought there's a there's a stage you hit where you feel competent, and you feel solid. And so I decided I would just start acting like a person that was competent and trick myself into going a direction that would benefit me and and, and, benefit my development in life. And at the time I was a manager, so to, you know, benefit my, my leadership and the people around me. And I just started to pretend to be the person I wanted to be. Right. And uh, I, I, I the pendulum may have swung a little too far in one direction at times. (laughs) Um, as that tends to do in life where you've got that pendulum swing. But uh, that that decision just to act like the person I wished I was You're right. had a had a big effect on me. It's, a deci- it's one of the things I love that Jocko Willink says. If you want to be better, be better. Yeah, be better. It's that simple. Be better. Right. And you but you have to sometimes you have to fool yourself. You're like, I yes. know I'm I'm not the person I want to be. But if I was, what would I do? If I was, exactly. what would I That's say? Right. If I was, how would I act? What would right. my, you know, if I, if I, if I did all the things I wanted to do, what are those things? Right. And that's, that's when I started working out. Uh, that's when I started, uh, getting, getting a little more into the, uh, to the word of the Lord and, uh, you know, ingesting a little bit more of the philosophy of, uh, other religions just to kind of get a greater grasp on humanity as a whole, uh, becoming more interested in history and more interested in science and just the things that I thought were cool that I never actually spent time doing. Yeah, you're right. And, and sometimes you have to do the opposite. It's like I tell people sometimes when I'm laying in bed and the alarm goes off at 3 a.m. And I'm like, what would those people that, you know, I, I really dislike the way they live their life, the way they go about doing things, what would they do right now with this alarm going off? They would. And I, and I want to hit the snooze. Right. Right. But I said, what would they do? They would hit the snooze and go back to sleep. I can't be like that. So that's what gets me up because I don't want to be like that. It gets me up. That's that's what it's about. Like so sometimes I have to juice myself up to get up in the morning to go work out. So I have to go to I have to pump my mind mentally into thinking about what am I going to do in the gym tomorrow? Yes. What what's my set going to look like? And I work through that in my brain so that when I wake up. I'm looking forward to it, which is really hard on leg day, which today was leg day. I I hate leg day. I hate leg day. I hate leg day. So, but I had to juice myself up last night because I knew leg day would be one of those things I would try to avoid. And so I had to think about all the different things I was going to do when I went to the gym. And that's what got my ass up this morning at 515. Yes. Whatever works, do that. Yep. If you tell a lie long enough, eventually it will come true. Right. That's the, that's a fact. Just ask the, ask the Clintons. They know. <laughs> ask anybody. <laughs> ask anybody that's had to go through any kind of change. Because it's it's super hard. It's not for the it's not for the feeble. It takes I mean, time. It takes dedication. It takes a a want. You have to have the want. Yes. You have to have a why. Yes. And with as long as you have a why, you will have you will make a way. Yeah. Yes. If you have a way, you'll find the how. You will. There you, you go. You will. Look at that. Sharpening the blade over there. That's it, man. You need that uh, key, that like sound that. key of that of that blade sharpening. I'm gonna find it. I'm so gonna, when we I say like something, put it on there. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> You gotta have a why to have a to have a way, and if you have a way, you find the how. Exactly, yep. dude. That's a T-shirt. I'm sorry, y'all. 
I don't know if anyone out there is actually listening to this, but that <laughs> that's gold right there. If you can't get behind that, then I've got no help for you. There you that's go. It. First T-shirt getting printed is going right to you, Shane. Yes, we'll send I'll take it. it. How do we send it to him with the Anunnaki? Well, uh, that's a. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll take a. I'll take a. a I'll take a women's large. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's actually what I wear to, for when I take my pictures. <laughs> get, those, get those shoulders into it with the women's. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got the midriff showing off the yeah. belly button. Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness! And if you look all right, my back, you see my tramp stamp. <laughs> is it a dog, or is it a tiger with uh, the MGM tiger giving off its little? <laughs> I think that's you, what your tramp stamp would be. You know it's guess. a like. You know it's a liger, buddy. A liger. <laughs> a liger. Like liger roaring. Yes. <laughs> nice nice all right well shane man i would uh thank you so much for starting this with me um it has been an absolute pleasure uh i've grown from listening to all of your segments and learning from you know learning a little bit more about you because granted we were co-workers we've known each other for what a good six six seven years or so um but it, we did a little bit deeper dive when we started doing this and I feel like we got to know each other just a bit better and man thank you thank you so much for I remember the very first uh, pictures that I sent to you were someone else was starting a podcast and they they had tweeted all of the pictures of the 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 stuff that they had bought, microphones, headphones, and and this gear. And I sent you a picture and I was like, check it out. And you're like, yes, we're doing this. All right, let's go. And, you know, humble beginnings. We both started with just absolute garbage. Uh, We were using our iPod headphones from the microphone there. And we just kept kept evolving man just kept moving forward always moving forward well i want to say something to the 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 three or four listeners we have that have uh, stuck with us um first of all obviously frank's the nice guy although if you knew him like i do you know that uh he holds in those demons a little bit (laughs) he doesn't he doesn't present them on the podcast and uh unfortunately i am a full bore i i don't ever hold back uh, but a lot of times in in our cast, I felt like my role has been to be the subversive individual. Whether I <laughs> whether I agreed with the statement I was making or not, I wanted to present the flip side of the coin or the other point of view. Whether Tom or Frank were saying something that were poignant, even if I agreed with it, I felt like it was important just to throw out there an opposing view uh, ferociously. Uh, as I do. Yeah. Uh, so for so for all of those uh, listeners that are like, God, that guy's such an ass. A, you're right. Uh, but B, it, it was with intention uh, for the for the betterment of the conversation. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's why that's why we kept you on so long, man. You're just <laughs> right. You were the devil's advocate for sure. It's just like, oh, you think this? Well, I'm gonna throw this curveball at you, and let's see where the conversation goes. Well, I always felt like it would be disingenuous for three guys to sit around agreeing with each other the whole <clears> time, <throat> and uh, I don't really care if people don't like me. So I'll, I'll say the stupid stuff that might not be uh, the most logical or in the vein, <laughs> the, in the vein of correct, or in the vein of correct thinking, just to advance a conversation. I think people will remember you best for every time that you yelled Enunaki during I, the I hope the they podcast. Do. I hope they because, do because um, I'm going to figure out how to fit that soundbite into this because I have yeah. so many little sound bites saved up, ready, uh, you know, just queued up for one of these episodes that we have where it's just we have to. We have to make fun of one or the other. And I'm sure I have yeah. a couple of mine and Tom, where Tom is just like, 
<laughs> well, can you imagine Jesus is gonna miss getting all those uh, shout outs he gets all the time from Shane? He's Jesus is gonna quit <laughs> listening to us. Golly. Oh man, don't say that. <laughs> Jesus always listens, brother. That's what you don't realize. He always hears. Yes, but does he download? That's the uh-huh. trick. He needs yes. downloads. Yes, yes. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a special account on uh, on Apple uh, Podcasts. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, Sue Slam, forty-two, yeah. and go. he's gonna download all of your stuff. There you go. Nice, nice. And a review. We need a review. Make sure to leave a review. <laughs> with stars. Yeah, okay. the the review might be something along the lines of y'all are sinners and you go to yes. church. But yeah, <laughs> I and haven't seen you lately. <laughs> I haven't seen you lately. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what you put in that donation box. <laughs> oh my god. Hey man, Jesus don't care about money. That's not where he's at. <laughs> nah, nah. Did you put in the time? Did you put in the work? All right, we just lost Joel Osteen now, so <laughs> we yeah, lost his my Good old Blinky. <laughs> he dropped good off and like so too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think Joel Osteen, Mister Mister Blinks a lot, made it to episode two after <laughs> after me cursing you out in episode one? Hey, I man, don't think so. Nobody knew what Deshaun Watson was doing behind the doors. Do you have no idea what that guy is doing? I don't know. He he can't see NDAs half the time. NDAs abound. He's blinking too much. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you know, something Joel Osteen said that I think is apropos. I actually went, before I moved to Houston, I lived in uh, around Chicago area, and I came down to visit my folks, and we went to uh, Easter Sunday um, at Minute Maid and Joel Osteen was preaching. Uh, that's where my parents wanted to go. So that's what we did. And, uh, you know, he said something that I think is, is prudent, but I also have always made fun of since that day, which has got to be, you know, 16 years ago. And it's that, uh, what he would say during that sermon was be a victor, not a victim. Yes, sir. I can agree with that. (laughs) Amen. 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 Be a victor, not a victim. Yeah, nice. And then and nice. then just just blink a lot. <laughs> blink a lot. All, All that right. money finds him, you know. All that. <laughs> <laughs> he just. He's just Scrooge McDuckin, just swimming in gold coins all day long. It's hard on his retinas, you know. It's oh gotta be. God. Blinding. Oh my God. For all, all of right. you Osteen fans out there, I deeply apologize for making fun. No, you of, don't. No, I don't <laughs> at all. Not at all. All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This is the farewell to kid gristle he hopefully will join us for a couple of uh here and there's updates on his slow burn projects and you know if we just can't somebody you know kind of crawfishes on us last minute i can maybe call them up and be like hey you want to yeah. be on the show for a minute and he'll be, you know, yeah. dunk in for 15 minutes yeah. give us a little update tell us his his weekly gripe Yes. And uh, hang out with us for a minute. I'll never say never. Go. Awesome, awesome. So don't forget, download last week's episode. And if you like what you hear, do us a favor. It only takes five minutes. Go out there and leave us a review, even if it's a bad one. Five-star reviews are greatly appreciated. One-star reviews, hey, I'll take them. means you're listening at least. That's right. Five minutes, ten minutes, whatever. All good. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll talk to you next week. That's right. Everybody stay sharp. No peace out from from Kid Gristle? You know what? I'll, I'll say this. Thank you for your positive words and affirmations. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed your company. <laughs> All right. Everybody have a great night. Good night, everyone. <clears throat> All day, son. Today's word of the day is nimbus. It is a noun, a cloud, aura, atmosphere, etc. surrounding a person or thing. Francois, it appears to me that your nimbus is moist. I would love to put my nimbus all over your face. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, I'm almost there. It's brought to you by... Rough Rider Single Ply Aluminum Oxide Toilet Paper, 3M Grit.
dingleberries don't stand a chance. Did you read? Re- did you read Revelation? Because that's serious. Did you read the part about the Bible where the bear came out and killed all those kids in uh, in Isaiah? Because that was pretty dope. I held the door open for about fifteen people walking out the door, because I was like, my son's standing here. I want to be a good example for him. I want him to. I want him to hold the door open for for folks as he grows up and see that as you know something a gentleman does and not just for for women and children i held the door open for entire families that were walking out so that might be the closest thing i've done nice for somebody else other than just try and give them a positive word or a a little jokey message to lighten their day and uh, i don't do a whole lot of nice things for myself i don't guess i mean I i shaved the flyaway hairs off my beard today felt pretty dope after that so anunnaki 